Hi guys, welcome to Heart to Talk the Podcast. I'm your host, Teresa Caesar, and you are tuned into episode 14. Thank you so much for joining. Deep down, you know exactly what you're capable of. There's even moments when you get a glimpse of all the potential you have. You can get there. You just have to be willing to sacrifice the habits, behaviors, things, and situations that are standing in the way of your success. Ayval Ahmed, author, speaker, life enthusiast. We all possess unique gifts and talents. We were born to design, imagine, create, produce, and most importantly, deliver our unique gifts and talents in our own unique way. The world is waiting to receive what you have to offer. Not only is the world waiting, but the world needs it. That is why we all have our own unique ways of doing things. And that is enough to make a difference, to create not only a reality that's magical for our personal lives, but collectively change the world. You just have to begin with your awareness. Are you consciously or unconsciously creating your life? Most people think that things are completely out of their control, out of their hands. But just by changing your thoughts, you can gather enough mental energy to create and materialize what you want in your reality. For me personally, I have to say when I started my journey in you know personal development, my spiritual evolution, I started to realize that there were so many illusions holding me back. I was focusing on fears, negativity, rather than on faith and greatness and self-belief. Once I tapped into my inner power and strengthened my inner guidance, self-trust, self-love, I really felt, not only felt, but believed that anything was possible. This brings me to today's guest, Rachel Rutter. She is a wife, mama, and educator turned professional organizer. She started a business called Room by Rachel. She's a prime example of someone that knows the power you have in creating your reality and manifesting all the desires you have into your life. She's going to share with us her ups and downs that she had faced along her journey and how she was able to get to this place of self-awareness, empowerment. Um, The super cool thing is Rachel and I actually went to high school together and we had recently reconnected because we are basically aligned with the same kind of vision where we do believe we can manifest the life of our dreams. We also are heart-centered entrepreneurs aiming to serve others. Rachel believes that organization is the heart of everything. And I absolutely agree with Rachel. Your outer world is a reflection of what's happening in your inner world. There is great power when there is order. I bring to you my conversation with the organizer that's going to make room for abundance in your life. How did you become the Rachel you are today? It has been a lot of ups and downs like most things in life. I feel like I always need to challenge myself. And growing up as a kid, I did that through my extracurriculars. I did ballet for 20 years. I played the flute for 10 years. So everything I've done in my life has been to the fullest of my capability. 
And as an adult, it's sort of changed because you don't have time for all of the extracurriculars. So last year, I decided that I wanted to challenge myself professionally. And as an educator, I felt like the next step for me would be to move up into administration. So I applied for an assistant principalship in TUSD, but unfortunately, I didn't get it. So I thought, how else can I challenge myself? And I decided that I wanted to try to become a bar three instructor. Bar three is one of my favorite fitness routines. And so I thought it'd be a perfect fit. And then my health kind of threw me a couple of curveballs. So I was diagnosed with celiac disease back in June. And for those of you who don't know, that's an autoimmune disorder that's triggered by gluten. So I'm no longer able to eat gluten and it's in everything. So that was sort of the final straw to my fitness journey. And so then I just started thinking what else would be something I could do that would give me that drive for success that I'm looking for. And um, professional organizing came to mind because it's something that people have always pointed out to me as being a gift, like an innate quality that I have. Um, and I didn't really realize it until my ideas became more novel to people rather than just natural things that they would think about. And so I thought this would be something I could really share with other people. Well, you are incredible. When I think of you, that is a quality, I think, I the word order, wellness, mm -hmm. beauty, you're like a piece of walking order. So when we reconnected and you shared this business, I thought, wow, that's incredible. You know, Tapping into what you do already so naturally, that's like your natural gift. Do you feel like you're aligning more with your purpose in, in starting this career? I do. So many opportunities, like you mentioned, reconnecting with you, um, connecting with people who are like-minded, who believe that we can manifest our own destinies. And those are the people who I'm interacting with more because my motto for Room by Rachel is to make room for abundance. And not that more abundance is always more tangible stuff, but that more abundance is being present, being intentional with your life choices. And so professional organizing allows me to serve others because I'm increasing their peace in their home. I'm increasing the amount of time they have because they're no longer just searching through a chaotic space for something. Um, and so, yes, I feel like I am serving others through this, but also serving myself in that it feels so good to just help and inspire people to live a better life. It just lights me up to see you lit up and living your purpose. And you're right. It's when you finally hit that sweet spot, all the things, the people, the power really of your creation, everything's just attracted to that naturally without that much effort. Um, and back to tie in with the, the abundance. When I went on my personal journey and my self-development, 
and growing, part of my inner world's um, order happened to really reflect in my outer world. So what things in my outer world, which would be the messes around me, the maybe the items that I had attachments to that were no longer serving me that had just a low vibration attached with it. So when you said that your motto was make room for abundance, and I think that's what prompted you to, to, to reach out. Oh my gosh, we're totally on the same wavelength because I call myself the abundance activist. That is where it all happens. When you are feeling abundant inside, just with what you have, then you can get into that position of manifesting the life you desire and sit into that power. So did you notice that too, with like being in this line of work? Um, yes, absolutely. It has affected not only me professionally, but personally, I'm, as you know, in my second marriage, and I feel so grateful to have a partner who is more complimentary to me and is a great partner in parenting with my daughters and building a life that I see a full future in, not just for the moment. Um, and then also people who I don't even know, but who I've feel I've felt connected to through social media. There's a woman named Rachel Rogers. And if you've not heard of her yet, you should check her out because she is so inspiring, especially for women and then especially for women of color. She is the CEO of a multi-million dollar business called Hello7. And she truly believes that we all should be millionaires and that we all could be millionaires because the ripple effect that it would create in this world for all of us to be able to share our gifts and our values is so inspiring. And the idea that we each were given something that other people don't necessarily have or that other people need help fostering. And so that's really what I want to do is just help people, especially women who might be professionals and moms who are like juggling it all. I really want them to be able to go home to a space that's not just like one more thing they have to do. I love it. I'm going to look her up, Rachel Rogers. I love that. And I agree with you. I mean, this life is limitless. Once we realize that and we don't keep our scope so limited, that it's that abundance is just there for everyone to tap into. There's not just a little bit and only these people can get in, in touch with the abundance, right? There's like, it's, it's out there for everyone. And it's just thinking bigger. A lot of people wait for, for results to drive that. So say you want to be the millionaire, step into your millionaire self today. What would that person be doing? They would be on a podcast. You're doing it. They would be following, getting in touch with the like-minded, which we're doing. Rachel Rogers, like getting in touch with that same vibration. And how would a millionaire, a woman that's in her millionaire, you know, uh, uh, self, you know, what does she eat? What's her routine like? Is she sleeping until noon? Probably not. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, I don't know if you have anything you want to add to that, but that whole, I just found that fascinating um, that stepping into that. Absolutely. Something I've struggled with. And I think I've struggled with it throughout my life, but more so 
now because it's been in the forefront of starting something new and stepping into the unknown. But the struggle has been imposter syndrome. Like, I know deep down in my core that I'm really good at this particular thing, which is organizing. But I have a little bit of like, well, maybe I don't deserve the success, you know, or maybe I'm really not as good as I might think I am because you see the Netflix series and you see all of this hype around different professional organizers and you start to question your own ability. And so that is something that I'm constantly working through and it doesn't last for days. It's, you know, waves, short little periods of time. But I think that's when the affirmations come into play. That's when your authentic self, you know yourself better than anybody else. And when you're living your truth, you can get out of that imposter syndrome and realize that, yes, like this is a great destiny and I deserve it. And I'm meant to be recognized for these talents without feeling that sense of guilt. Yeah. I think that's incredible. Like the fact that you are aware of it, you're winning, you know, I think that's that, that fear, which is that's natural. That's our ego. That's like, no, no, no. And it's just putting that to rest and you're doing all the right things, the affirmations, um, but just be aware and acknowledging it and honor it, but like move on to the side because you are worthy of it. And that's what those other people that are doing that have tapped into they have the same kind of fears at one time in their life. You know, we don't see that. We always see people when they're in their success and it's like, oh my gosh, tell me all about it. But we don't know that they started off their journey like you and I. Exactly. So, you never see what's below the iceberg. You just see the tip, which is all the great success accolades, but you don't see every single step they took prior to, to make it that far. To me, you're like, already found success because you have the right mindset. Um, and I, I think people need to hear this because then it'll inspire them to be their own hero and their own story and create their own millionaire lifestyle. Cause we all have that. We are all of that version. We just have to know, like own it and call it into existence. Exactly. And there are so many people, I mean, even Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon didn't start planning Amazon until he was in his 40s. And so I think as a society, we can feel a lot of pressure to do things right away, do it fast, start young. And sometimes things don't happen until you reach your late 30s or your 40s because you're growing and you're developing into who you are as a person. And so... I never wanted my age to be a reason like that I didn't try something new. I like that you said that because I agree. I'm starting my new coaching business, helping women love and find the power within them in the abundant series. But you're right. It's like, I couldn't have launched that 10 years ago, even a year ago, the version of me now needed to have those painful things, the good, all of that to then really ignite and do this right. But the thing is, is we both, you and I heard the calling. We didn't ignore it. We then were like, okay, I get it. I hear, I hear the whisper. I know what I'm supposed to do. We didn't know exactly. I, like, I knew, I was like, I knew I'm going to start the podcast. I didn't know how or who was going to be on. And all of that, that wasn't my business. God's like, just keep going. All of it's going to come together. And 
and just like you and I, we have evolved and expanded. Life is so beautiful most of the time, but as we know, there are there can be major life events that sort of shake us up and give us a lot of humility. Um, And so one of those for me was the failure of my marriage to my high school sweetheart. And obviously, you know him. I remember him. Yep. (laughs) We had two children together. And so then you get kids involved and that makes everything more difficult But through that experience, I realized that the resiliency I have is incomparable to really any of my other strengths. It's what's taken me through a lot of loss and even what you might consider rejection. And so I think when you find your strength, and you reach like the lowest of the low points that you would think you could get to in life, you're able to do hard things, right? And so even though Room by Rachel is sort of an unknown, I don't have a set salary, I don't have a huge clientele base yet, But these are all things that I'm willing to persevere through because I believe in the end goal, which is an abundance of time. I don't want to be tied to an eight to five schedule every day. And because I've gone through these depths of great loss and pain, nothing can really shake me up now. I don't get rattled as easily. Wow. That's so inspiring, Rachel. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Is there anything else that you want to mention? Yeah. One thing I would encourage people to do, especially working women who are mothers, is to outsource as much as possible. Because one of the ways we get bogged down is taking on every single thing by ourselves. And I'm so guilty of that. Um, I want it to all be done my way. And so then I do it all, but I feel overwhelmed. So I would encourage women to outsource. If you can hire a housekeeper, hire a professional organizer to come in and put in some systems for your family. If you can hire like your laundry to be done, any little thing you can take off your plate will ultimately increase your abundance of time, energy. It's just going to feel so good. You'll feel so peaceful when you're resting at home. Rachel, I think that's an incredible tip. I'm guilty of overworking too. I think somewhere along our lives, we were told that that was almost like merit to like take it all on. But the problem is we burn out right? We have the disease to please and we want like, we're going to take it on. We don't ask. And you're right. I'm guilty of it. And, and I'm noticing that too, as I'm building and taking on different roles that I should do that. Like maybe one day I'll have a VA, a virtual assistant. And the problem is I'm maybe lacking in my abundance as far as abundant life with family. Cause I'm not as present because I'm so focused on working. So I love your advice. I'm going to take that, take that for myself. Go write it down. Outsource. You're going to help me organize my my, my life. And then I'm going to 
look for some a VA. <laughs> That's beautiful. Rachel, you're the bomb. Oh my gosh. So cool. Well, I'm so excited. So anything else? So be, any other tips? You've got so many good I, ideas. I think that's the gist of it. I'm just so happy to have this platform to talk with you. Thank you. Oh, I'm honored. Um, so I'm going to ask you per tradition, my ending questions, who is the most influential person in your life? So that would definitely be my uncle, John. He is my mom's older brother and he's been like a father to me. Unfortunately, his son, my cousin, was born with autism. And so a lot of those major life milestones, um, college, graduation, and marriage, and children, none of those things were reality for my cousin. And so my uncle kind of lived those experiences through me. And he loves my girls as if they were his own grandchildren, and he really has gone above and beyond to be an excellent role model for me. And he's also the person who I look to for an example of unconditional love because my aunt unfortunately got early onset dementia and was in a long-term care facility um, she was placed there about five years ago. So he has been remaining faithful to her. He goes, he sees her, he brings her flowers still on their anniversary. He's just an incredible human being. Well, he sounds like it. Wow. That's, that's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's honored that you, um, out of him for that <laughs> does <Yeah>. he know <laughs> he'll hear yeah. the podcast yeah, yeah. oh that's beautiful and that makes me happy all right second question what is your favorite quote oh my favorite quote I I don't have it memorized but the paraphrasing it's by Marianne Williamson and she basically says that our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And so because of that fear, we'll oftentimes downplay our talents. Uh, women will downplay their strengths to make a man feel better about himself or less insecure. Um, so yeah, we are powerful beyond measure and it's, a very deep, expansive quote that listeners can look up, you know, for Marianne Williamson, but that was the gist of it. It's, it's really good, a good thing to consider. Well, I love it. I'm going to definitely add it to my list. I that's, that's a great quote. And then the last one, what is your favorite book? Yeah, so I have so many favorite books. Um, but the one I chose for today is where to Begin by Cleo Wade. So earlier in 2020, there was a movement to support Black authors. And Cleo Wade is like me. She's a multiracial woman. She does identify, though, as a Black woman. And in Where to Begin, she talks about how to take those small steps toward a greater good. So not... All of us are going to be Mother Teresa, 
and affect the entire world, but we can all start within ourselves, within our families. And then if we do have a professional platform, like you have your podcast, I have my organizing business. And from there, we can branch out and spread the good, spread the positive that we want people to experience. Wow, that is beautiful. Like, well said. I'm going to look her up. I'm always looking for new reads and how to expand myself. So thanks for sharing that, Rachel. I love all that she encompasses and stands for. So, and you. Thank you. And the other great thing about Cleo is her books, they're like bite-sized books. They're small. They're very attainable. You don't feel overwhelmed when you're reading them. And then the other thing I love is they have coloring sections. So I actually would like read a little and color a little, which is really relaxing. Does she have like a picture to color, like a flower or what? what is it? She does like bubble lettering. And so she'll have a quote in her text that you can color in. That is incredible. I've heard people like kind of include like a workbook, but how therapeutic is the coloring? And then that's one of those things that our 10-year-old selves love that we don't yes. tap into the in our 38, 40-year-old selves. Um, and that's really cool. And I love bubble letters. I forgot about bubble letters. I know. It took me back too. It was like back to middle school. Yeah, got some bubble letters going here. Oh my goodness. Well, that's awesome. Rachel, thank you so much for um, your contribution to the podcast, your energy, just your authenticity. I'm so proud of the woman you are and becoming, and it's just going to be fun to watch each other grow and collaborate, whether it's on Captivate, using each other's services, whatever it is. It's just been, it's just fun. This is what life's all about. <laughs> These connections, you know? I agree. I feel like you and I are both examples of people who are limitless in the sense of, you know, where we've come from, our upbringing, and looking at how far we've come now from our education to just everything, being moms. I think it definitely helps with our motivation, our drive to want more and want better for ourselves and for our kids. Thank you so much for tuning into episode 14. I do hope you enjoyed my conversation with Rachel Rudder. For show notes and more information, you could visit www.hearttotalk.com or you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, don't forget to hit subscribe and tell your friends all about this podcast. I'll be back in two weeks.